test speak so i can see where the volume is i'm test speaking yo yo i'm also test speaking uh, all right i'll raise that a bit i'll give you something to raise <laughs> <laughs> oh daddy all right this now this is the energy yeah. how you start a show this is how you start the say before quitting shows it's, it's a lot of weird horny shit um yeah <laughs> well what does that say about you guys it. It says a lot and a little at the same time. That we love gaming. Yeah. A little too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But uh yeah. Uh I guess this is our this is our intro section of the podcast where we sound awkward for a second until we get into a uh actual conversation. Go off on a tangent somewhere. Somewhere. Um yeah. as you can see, uh we have two guests with us. Um we have both Brett and Josh from the Haptic Intel. Um, they were uh, kind enough to have this on their show about a week ago, two weeks two ago. Weeks, no. yeah, like two, two weeks now. Two weeks, I think. I yeah. Times a construct. Um, and now we're having them on our show, in which we don't really have a structure, but we talk a lot. Yeah, we do. Sometimes <laughs> that's good that's for cool. a podcast. Yeah, that's cool. We're in the right medium for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny because like I was messaging these guys about coming on the show, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it'll be like you know, like probably two hours." Then Brett's like, two hours? <laughs> what?" Well, because we only go for like an hour at the most. Yeah, maybe. Brett and I were just we're super. I don't know if rigid is the correct adjective, but we have you know we have we have designated times that we have to get stuff done in, and we know we don't want to go too long. And then the flip side of that is like making sure we have time to edit it and put stuff together, mm-hmm. and you know all of that. But you guys are on another level on Ant specifically it's because you do what? What is it now? 72 different podcasts or how many? I'm up to 76 now. Um, 76. No. <laughs> it's a, two more were added today. Four, yeah, right. Four? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be four. One's coming out. But yeah. Gotcha. Nice. That still hasn't – is that close to coming out? Are we allowed to discuss it yet or no? Are we not allowed to discuss your secret show? Not- the announcement. Not yet, not yet. Not yet. Uh, I'd love to. I'd really, but if it, I put it like this, if you like, for anybody listening, if you like this show or any nerd culture video game, anything in it, then you'll it's just, you're a shoe in for that show for that audience. Keep an eye out. Yeah, nice. Right. To make We're supposed to be shooting for promo in September because my wow. host was away, but it, it's coming together. Yeah, man. Nice. Busy boy, busy boy. Um, yeah, you, you got shit to do today, and then I have to come over, and we got to record games and shit, and hope to God that our shit works because I I hate the stream deck I've, or whatever the fuck it's called. Man, you got a stream deck early? No Did capture card. No, listen, I don't you're know. Jealous, man. Your, your Elgato thing is that what you're using? Yeah, dude, it's a HD sixty S, and it sucks ass. That's it's, what the S stands for. Okay. Yeah, it sucks ass <laughs> specifically. Just say that. Yeah. Dude, I hate it. We keep getting like weird glitches and shit. Like whenever like we're recording, like the gameplay audio will just be like, "Yeah, goodbye." After five minutes, and then like five minutes later, it'll come back and, for a second, and then go back out. Yeah, and <laughs> I was googling it, and apparently it's like, "Yeah, just go back to the previous version of OBS Link, and then you should be good." And I'm like, "That shouldn't be the thing that solves the problem," but fine. And we'll hopefully it'll work today. We'll see. But um, yeah. So how you guys doing? How how's everything's going? 
life-wise and, and whatnot. You all have escaped the HQ and now in like real world situation. I know, right? I'm not used to not seeing you guys in the HQ. Yeah, a little different. A little different. How's H yeah. you know, dealing with you guys not being there right now? Well, she runs an AI simulation of us every day, um, no matter what. Gotcha. So she thinks we're there. Um, right. Yeah, gotcha, right. Gotcha, gotcha. She, she's convinced herself that we're always there constantly. Although right now she's kind of on our shit list because last week, if you noticed, there was no podcast. We had a little issue with her overwriting oh, some man. files that uh, really fucked everything up. So we could release a single man show. We could just be Brett talking at nothing. But uh, unfortunately... <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately give the people uh, what they want brett that's right <laughs> unfortunately last week i was it was very heated with something so most of it just me brett sitting there like yeah i was just listening, listening to me I was just letting you go in pretty Jesus. much well maybe we can recreate the rant a little bit today depending on what it was unless you guys want yeah. to save it for your show well, it's fine we can get heated it's fine um i see that we do have a little piece of the um the the hq behind you though oh Josh. yeah yeah take a look at a piece of that yikes very For flattering audio, uh, audio <laughs> amazing you're missing out on some quality content over here on the video but um that is from a series that you guys do called unclaimed baggage which is super fun and i guess not necessarily interview portion slight interview portion of the pod. we'll get to that later mm-hmm. on but talk about unclaimed baggage for a second because it's the most different thing on your channel i'd say and it's very reminiscent of a specific thing that Brett and I used to love in the past. And Josh was also a fan of, but how did you guys come up with that idea and now execute it as flawlessly as possible as, as you have? Well, I appreciate the, you know, the flattering comments. Uh, I think unclaimed baggage started. I was on, I was on YouTube or TikTok, and I saw a video of a person like genuinely opening something they bought from this store called unclaimed baggage. And the whole premise of like, you know, it's stuff that's being sold that was left behind by someone else, right? And it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can go on their site right now and you can just see what they're selling. Like they have a primitive wooden spoon for sale and it's quite literally just a spoon made of a stick. Um, why was someone carrying that on their luggage on a plane, right? Like that's the fun part about it. Um, so I saw it and I was like, this is really cool. And I told Josh about it. And like you mentioned, you know, huge fans of uh, Rooster Teeth, uh, Cow Chop, former YouTube channel, uh, mm-hmm. really funny. They used to do a series called Amazon Prime Time, where they would buy gifts for each other and open them. Uh, so I kind of meshed uh, Amazon Prime Time and Unclaimed Baggage together uh, as a pitch for Josh. And he loved it. And we bought the gifts and that was it. That's how it came to be. Yeah. Dude, it's such a fun time because, like, I remember back when I think it was you who first got me into Cow Chop. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you're not familiar, we need to show you some videos. I've heard of it, but I've never, like, delved into it. It's some crazy shit, man. Like, there was the house era where, like, they best were all era. like the best era. Yeah. They were in a house together and just, like, making video game content, but also, like, fucking the house up and shit. And, it was like, like Jackass meets, like, a Let's Play channel, basically. Exactly that. Like, it goes together pretty entertainingly. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah then the the what was it the barn next they were in a barn for like a month or two well they got kicked out of their house because they were like ramming doors with people's heads and shit yeah and then uh, the milk so you. bathtub they, oh yeah they, they filled a bathtub with cereal and milk and it caused a leak and they uh, yeah, overflowed the septic tank yeah yep they're shit from the, the cereal yeah yep. but um there's that and then the 
the factory or what, what did they call it? Like the warehouse? warehouse. That was the big one, and then that's where they kind of ended. But they set the place on fire by accident a couple times. Uh, by by accident? No, yeah. come on now. Alex literally took something on fire and put it inside of a couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could see how that could be a mistake. I mean, he did it on purpose, which was the funny part. And then, like, it went out of control real quick, real fast. And then everyone was still recording. And, like, you could see visual. They were all panicked, but it was a great. So don't set the HQ on fire is pretty much. It's never a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, when are you guys going to move from the HQ to the barn? Ooh. Good question. I think we've gotten pretty comfortable uh, at the HQ. I don't know if we're ever going to leave. Yeah. Are you sure? I mean, after last leave? week. We might update it. And remember, there's a lot of places in HQ nobody's seen yet. You know, sure, we, sure. We've, we've been in the theater, but there might be renovations going on there. I, I was in a garage once, if you remember, a workshop when I took <laughs> apart that PS1. Yeah. So there's a lot of, yeah. listen, you don't know, you know, we, it's this little secret about how big it is. And we can't really tell you more than that. But I was uh, pleasantly surprised at the theater when I watched your guys, uh, I think the PlayStation event, the last one. Mm-hmm. That was dope, seeing you guys in the theater. I love yeah. that. I love little transitions like that. Like moving in and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome for that sound bite for your next uh, stream. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> your voice. <laughs> I'll bill you guys later. Yeah, we're um, gonna have HBot use that sound effect instead of the one that we have been using for those. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode is featuring you. <laughs> this is that noise. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hell yeah, man. Um, but yeah, it, um, we're we're glad to have you on. Um, obviously, since it's a we're going to be completely on. It's a Sunday and some people got some plans after this. So we might keep this a little bit more tight of an episode. We'll see how that goes. Every single time we say that it normally goes for two, three hours. Yeah. Every time. Almost. Every we haven't hit, we haven't hit three. No, we did hit three before. Yeah. We've hit three. I think it was for an E3 event. To be it fair. was for that. And it yeah. was for, um, when we did the spoiler last of us two episode. Yeah. Ooh. That went very long when it didn't need to, but it's fine. It didn't need to. <laughs> it didn't need to at all. But um, yeah. with that in mind, we will now roll the intro. You know, that was the most put together pre-show combo we've had in the history of the show. And now it's not because you're going to include that in the main show. Yeah, I have to <laughs> throw a wrench in there somewhere. We got to stay on brand somehow. <laughs> you're right. Very cool. All right, roll the intro. Cool. Whoop, 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 with the song and stuff. <laughs> I'm keeping that too. Yeah, <laughs> That's gonna be the whole theme song. Just Zoyburn. Zoyburn. I must say, I do like uh, your guys' uh, theme music as well. I got a little personal with it last week, which, by the way, thank you for for that and accommodating yeah. us. And put or two weeks ago when we put it in ours, but it's the first time I think I actually listened to the whole thing like full out a couple times, and I was like, this actually just kind of slaps a little bit. Yeah, so. man. It's, uh, Ant's brother. <laughs> Good at what he does, man. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Oh, it's your brother, Ant. Yeah, my brother. Oh shit! I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, he's a um. <clears throat> he makes beats and. He's been doing it now since he was like 11, 12. Mm-hmm. So I think I taught him how to do it and he just took it and ran. So at this point, if he were, if I were to try to sit down with him, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know how to do this anymore. <laughs> too, <laughs> too removed from it, but he, he's killing it, man. Yeah. 
Nice. He's won like competitions and shit too for like yeah. beats and whatnot, right? Like, yeah, we used to go to like Atlanta every year, <clears throat> every year, and he used to have these beat competitions, and he won like four years straight. Damn. Yeah. So that's impressive. So hey, anybody listening and anybody want beats, you need a beat for anything, I got you. Yeah, you know AO got the sauce. And then you line this theme song up with that. Yeah. I like what you did there. Yeah, look at that. A mastermind. Yeah. I'll get him to pay me later as well, too. (laughs) Pay you with a thanks. (laughs) That's about it, yeah. Um all right. Who does the intro this week? Do you do it? Oh, is it me? Or do you guys want to do it? You're gonna do do our intro? intro? I don't want the pressure. What's I don't want to mess up? I don't no, I yeah. You guys just say level up gamers and then welcome back and then say who you're joined by. That's it. We're joined by you. Yeah, I think it makes more sense. <laughs> Yo, what up? Let's have to get chat. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Save the People who don't know Happy yeah. are going to be like, what, what the fuck? Right, Joe? <laughs> um, yeah, I got, I mean, if you, do you guys want to do the level up at least? Sure. Cool. Yeah. Do that. Together? This is I, so terrible. You can decide. This is the point of the podcast. We're supposed to be awkward as fuck. This is it. Keeping <laughs> it right. Level it up, gamers. Part. Yo, gamers, level up, cuzzy. And welcome back to the <laughs> latest episode of the Save Our Quitting Podcast. Um, as always, you can follow us at Save the Letter B, the number four quitting on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and follow us on YouTube, which is spells out Titty. Um, fun little word for you. Look at that. Yep, I like that. But we do. Oh, yep. we all about that titty over yep. here. So you can follow us all there with the save letter B number four, and then you can also shoot us an email. Save before quitting, fully spelled out at gmail.com If you have a question, concern, um, giveaway, uh, insult, or your yep. social security number, um, we're here for all of it. Where yes, and we'll take us? it in turn. You can also go to our website, save before quitting, fully spelled out.com. Buy this merch. Look at this hat. It's backwards in my video, but um, I'll fix it in post. It's actually straight for me. You're oh, at, really? It's in the yeah, right. You're good. For me, yeah, it's in, mirrored. For me, it's mirrored, too. So I think when people see it, it's the other one. In, in Zoom, it's good. Yeah, Interesting. Good, man. Well, I'm just dumb then. Um, but Ant has the same hat, but it has a red bill. Mine is a black and gray, and his is black and red. Look at that. Neato and mm. stuff. Got to coordinate with my headphones. Exactly oh. that. Mm. I did that completely mm. by accident. That was not purpose. <laughs> I just noticed but um uh yeah so that's how you can follow all of our stuff um shilling one last thing before we introduce our guests yet again um this coming uh when does this come out what's the date uh the 26th okay so next week we have a sponsored stream on twitch and youtube we have been approved to be streaming the game raid shadow legends um which i'm sure you've seen numerous memes yeah, about everywhere um but we will be playing that on our stream there will be a link that you can use to download the game on your guys' phones and play through. Um, and we'll keep it completely uh, stacked with you right now. If you play the game and beat the tutorial, we get a little bit of kickback so that we can put money towards Ant getting not a dinosaur as a PC. But if you don't want to, it's fine too. But um, yeah, we'll be live on the 4th. Uh, you insult my computer it. again, it'll turn off and we won't be able to do this. It's done that before. It's done it before multiple exactly. times. So I don't it want it to matter. hear. I'm going to put headphones around the computer so it doesn't hear anything. Jesus. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you guys want to show up for that, 7 p.m. on Saturday, September 4th, we'll be streaming that for a couple hours. By a couple, I mean four, because apparently I have to do four hours of that. A long, 
Maybe Ants will join me in play. I don't know if that's a thing you can do. I have to do some research. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing some sponsored stuff. So that's the first sponsor of the show, surprisingly. Um, and that's cool. That's a thing. Sweet. So now, introducing yet again after that lovely intro of random. Somehow missed the openly the, the, the intro intro yeah. for this intro. True. Not alone. If you fast forwarded to the, the, the music section of the podcast, um, we are joined today by Brett Roberts and Joshua Tull of Haptic Intel. Um, Woo, again, add, a, add some <laughs> cheering. We don't have a, a robot to do that, so do it manually. Um, <laughs> um, they have a dope YouTube channel in which they have a podcast every week where they put the podcast out towards the end of the week. They put little bite-sized pieces, fun size, if you if you will, at Halloween time of their different um, topics and discussions. They're indie intel, shouting out random games and stuff. And yeah, they're awesome dudes, and we're glad to have them here. So yeah, thanks for thank being you. here, guys. Yeah, thanks for having, having us. Digital format. Um, yeah. So as always, we start this podcast with the same segment that you guys start your podcast with, which is, what did we play last week? It's a good segment. I mean... It's the only yeah. segment that makes sense to have on a video game podcast. <laughs> yeah. So that way uh, people know that you're an actual gamer and not just a yeah. poser. You know? Right. Exactly. Well, it doesn't help when we just say we play Apex, and that's the only game we say that we play. Hey, man, I've been playing some games this week. Some different. I actually games. played video games this week, so that it works this time. I got him to play games this week. Surprisingly, oh, we were yeah. supposed to play one of them together, but we didn't. But we'll get to that after yeah. you guys tell us what you played this week. Fight over who goes first. Uh, I'll let Josh go first because that's not much of a fight. Okay, yeah. he's played more games than me this week. Fight was intense. <laughs> um, well, this week, as always, I've played some Apex Legends uh, with you, Christian. Your your audience does understand how much we play that game, correct? Um, no, probably yes. not. Uh, it's like really? a, Apex Legends comes up in every single episode of the show. Yeah, uh, almost like, every episode. It, it's a disgusting amount. And just to put it in perspective, I think it, this is a true statement for all three of us. We don't have another game that we've played with more hours in it than we do Apex Legends. I believe Surpa- it. it's surpassed Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're probably all over about 500 hours or so, plus or minus a little bit. So yeah, most likely a, a disgusting amount. Just yeah, so your gross. audience understands that. Um, yeah. And then besides that, uh, Pokemon Unite, uh, which I'm still enjoying, even though they nerfed my main. It's fine. I'm a Crustle main now, which I'm enjoying. Ant um, knows that Pokemon, right? Ant Crustle. No, I know all of them, all three thousand two hundred and four of them. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, yeah. See, I knew the exact number. Wow, that's insane. All right, Poke Master over here caught them all twice. 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 <laughs> and they get the shiny form of each one. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Yep. You know, shiny shiny is, right? yeah, you know shiny. Is. I'm all about the shiny Pokemon on this side. I don't know what you be doing, Chris, but I'm all about the shiny. <laughs> Um, and then besides that, uh, goes to Tsushima Director's Cut, playing the Iki Island DLC, um, which is very, very good. I'm glad to be back in that game. It is gorgeous. I love it. I missed it. I forgot mm-hmm. how slick it is. Um, well, didn't forget, you know, it's just out of sight, out of mind. Uh, and yeah, I'm enjoying it. I don't, what I'm not enjoying is the $30 hole that's in my wallet now. Uh, from having to upgrade i would have gladly paid 20 for the dlc but making me pay ten dollars for an upgrade i feel like i should have got for free from ps4 to ps5 
I agree. I don't like that, but besides that, you know, it's fine. Uh, so I don't mind chilling out a couple extra bucks for it, but I would prefer not to. I agree entirely. Yes, for sure. Uh, what about you, Brett? What you've been playing? What you've been doing? So not really playing a lot of games, to be honest. Um, but I did play Apex Legends this week. Um, I did play some Pokemon Unite this week. <laughs> Very similar to Josh. Copy it's almost like I it's almost, it's almost like I don't play games unless I'm playing with him, right? It's weird. Um, but no, I did play a couple other games with Josh. Uh, we hung out on Friday night and we played some of the new WarioWare game. The oh, demo. Dope. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, they dropped the demo for that, yeah. uh, like a shadow drop thing. And it's like interesting. I don't know how much you guys know about WarioWare, but um, a lot. it's different. It's really different. Okay. We were thinking yeah. about recording some gameplay of it, I think, today, just like for funsies. But Nice. Um, well, this is a uh, little preview. Your, Shout preview out to your review. episode. Preview it was, Yeah. I mean, it was all right. It was, it was all right. right. Um, you play as like... A dog? Dog's, yeah, my dog's... It plays like a dog. Dog's playing in the other room. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Um, no, so you actually like play as like the actual characters. So you mm-hmm. play as like Wario, um, 8-Volt, um 18 volt whatever the hell their names are um ashley so you play as each one of those characters um and they each have their own like movement and their own special ability mm-hmm. so when you're playing the micro games it'll be like you know pluck the armpit hair off this dude that has his arms up in the air and as wario all you do is like fly around with a jetpack and rush forward like you know how wario does like the rush thing yeah that's all he does um then there's like the two ninja sisters from WarioWare. And when you play as them, all you do is jump up and down constantly and you can't control it. And like you shoot ninja stars. Um, so it's really weird. Like each character has their own little thing and right. you, you have to use that to beat the levels. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can like choose who you want to play as. So you could either do everybody, like you can just randomly, it'll cycle between all the different characters or you could choose like a loadout of three characters that you like and play the game like that. That's cool. Uh, yeah, the cool thing is you can play two players at the same time, which is a first for this uh, mm-hmm. for the series. So, good co-op that. game. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll we'll test that out later today. After yeah, probably I drive on down to the save before quitting basement. Um, Doesn't roll off the tongue like the half bit <laughs> HQ. Yeah, but um, yeah, man. Uh, do you want me to go next, Ant, or do you? Would you like to take the stage of the games that you have played this? I week? play. Well, first of all, just. I played games this week, so that's already leaps and bounds ahead of, you know, any other episode. And I played more <laughs> than one, which is crazy. Shocking. I know. Um, I played, I played the Ghost of Tsushima, finally. Yeah, this is your first time too, right? Yes. Oh, that's right. There it is. Gonna, I bought it, I think, what, last year? And then, because <clears throat> Chris kept telling me about it. So I found it, bought it, never played it. Cause I had a million other games on my backlog trying to get through. And then they announced this. I was like, all right, this gives me an excuse to wait even longer for them to put this out. And I finally turned that game is everything. Everybody said it is. There's nothing I could say that would be like new. Yeah. New. Cause I'm looking at it, I'm like, this looks fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like the, the graphics are, are incredible. Um, gameplay is amazing. Et cetera. It's everything you, everybody's already known about this game. I'm just happy to finally be experiencing it for myself. Um, other than that, I played Sea of Thieves with Chris last night. Chris and uh, shout out to Nicole. We was playing Sea of Thieves. It was my first time playing that as well. 
I've been Ooh. meaning to get on there with them. What'd you um, think? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Like we, it was, it's, it's one of those games where like, I'm glad I'm playing with people I know. Cause I could see if I were playing with randoms or by myself, like, I don't think I would enjoy it as much, mm-hmm. but as we worked through it, as we, you took me on all the, not called missions on there, what are they called? Uh, voyages, I think. Voyages. Yeah. We did like the first uh, Pirates of the Caribbean mission. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But that was dope. That was dope. I enjoyed I, I look forward to jumping back into that. Um, other than that, I played Splitgate. Because I've been dying to play Splitgate because I Boys. kept hearing about it. How is that? Because I'm very interested. It's so good. It's good. It's great. It's great. It's so good. And I'm not even first person shooter guy. Because mm-hmm. I ended up, um, I kept hearing about it, and then I hit up Chris. I'm like, "Have you heard of the Splitgate game? It's being talked about all over the place." He said, "Yeah," and he was going to download it. So we both downloaded it. Um, we were supposed to play together one night, but I couldn't. And I ended why up, couldn't you, Ant? What happened? Listen, this is, this is a video game podcast. Or is it a video game podcast? It's not a video game podcast. Oh, all what right. Happened? Well, in that case, um, yeah, I was supposed to play it. I downloaded it. I had a bunch of shit I had to take care of in the house. And then Chris texted me at like 11, like, hey, we're still on if you want to get on. I'm like, all right, I'm putting my putting my son to bed. And then after that, we can we can do whatever. I woke up in the maybe middle of the night. I was laying sideways, hanging off the side of my son's bed because I fell asleep nice. while putting him. <laughs> I was like, Aunt died too. or something, man, but I'm just going to go to bed. It's fine. <laughs> then you texted me the next morning that and I'm like, yeah, the tracks. Yeah. But my first priority that morning was to play it, and I did. Yeah. What um platform is, is it on? Everything, right? Everything, yeah. It's on. It's free. It's free to play. Yeah, it's in, it's beta, in beta right now. And they, they just announced put it in beta indefinitely now, right? Yeah, I was just gonna say because of the success and the popularity, it's yeah indefinitely in beta. Yeah, man, it it is such a good time. But yeah, yeah. definitely get it. Definitely pick it up. Plays like Halo with portals, right? Dude. Exactly. It's Halo with Portal. It's Halo with Portals, but then with the movement of Call of Duty almost. Hmm. With like almost cool. like a like a Black Ops 1 Modern Warfare 2 movement kind of. Like mm-hmm. you're you're moving better than Halo cuz in Halo you're kind of just like I'm here yeah. and I'm a yeah. big lug. In this yeah. you can like run. I wish they had a slide function. Oh, so that funny you say that. I was going to mention that the developer of Splitgate has a TikTok and he does. all he does on there is shit on people's requests for features to be added. And the <laughs> one I saw was someone, one person said, uh, you should add wall running. And then I, that was someone the first else, thing I had. I was like, this game could use wall running. Yeah. And then someone said, if you could slide and he just shits on people. He's like, we have to redo the whole fucking game if we did that. So it's funny. <laughs> I don't think so. No, uh, that's fine. That's funny. Because well, the I services like you'd be running on would have portals on them. Right. So for the wall running thing. Well, the wall running. Yes. But the slide, I feel like makes so much sense to add because like it's such a good feature but yeah who am i i'm not a game coder so i i can't speak to that but yeah is that all you got this weekend yes yes it's all i got all right um so similarly i played split gate that game is so much fun i played it with my brother for about four hours the other night um it was it's so fast paced and that's like the best part about it. And then the matches feel like they're short, but they're not like you go into a TDM and it feels like it's like four minutes when you're playing, but it's actually been like 10 minutes just because of how fast it is and how like, what's the word that you use a lot? Frenetic. Yeah. 
Yeah, that one. That I don't word. know what it That's means, my favorite but word. it sounds like it makes sense in this situation. No, it, frenetic's the word, yeah. Cool. But um, <laughs> it's so fat. I haven't really used the portals as much as I should be, personally. Same. Um, Ryan's been loving it with the portals. He specifically said it's a kid with ADHD's dream video game. Just because there's so much going on and it's like mm-hmm. just so fast paced and it like is he's like it's firing my neurons in a way that it has never before. Quote. Wow. And I'm like, okay. And you're back to the action real fast. Like when you die, oh, like yeah. it's, it's constantly going. Yeah. Uh, the only complaint I have is there's like a grenade system where you have you hit down on the D pad and you throw these grenades at the portals to make them go away. If like an enemy's portal is you can see it, you know. You're like, oh, no, they're not coming through that. And you throw it and it dissipates it. Um, there's no cooldown on your portals. So, like, you can just, like, spam your portals with, like, L1 and R1 as much as you want. So, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's kind of shitty how I can only get two grenades at a time, but the portals don't have a cooldown. Like, kind of weird, but wait, wait, so are those grenades strictly for the portals? I believe so, but I think they also do damage slightly. That makes a I, lot of sense because I'm sitting, I'm throwing grenades at people. I'm like, why are they not? Dying? Yeah, I don't think it. The does grenades. Damage. Yeah, going on. But um, that, where that you fun. use grenades to blow portals up? Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's also like, what else would you do? I guess because you can't shoot it because when you shoot it, your bullets come out the other side. So mm-hmm. it's there's that, but. It's an interesting feature. I'd like to see it looked at more. I'm not going to say it on there. That guy's TikTok, so I don't want to get railed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, also Sea of Thieves. Um, it was fun until it wasn't. Because after we finished the first mission, uh, I forgot that we were online. And a ship came to us and started attacking us constantly. But and even that was kind of fun to me. It was yeah. fun, but it was getting annoying. Because like we were just trying to get to the second mission. And they just keep sinking us. They sunk us like three times to the point where one of their crewmates came onto our ship, was repairing our ship with us. Act like he's trying to help us. Yeah, and he's like, guys, you gotta, like, you gotta, this is Sea of Thieves. People are gonna attack him. Like, yeah, we know. We're just trying to play the campaign. Y'all are attacking. He's like, oh, my bad. Launches himself with our cannon back to his ship and then sinks us again. (laughs) And, like, they broke our masts, which I didn't know was a thing in the game. Like, they fall over completely now. And you have to, like, pull the strings back to, like, line them up. And then while you're doing that, another crewmate has to put the wood on it to make it so that it's fixed. And if you don't do that, it just falls back over again. And you can't lower the the masts again. But that, it was fun until it wasn't. And they were being dicks, kind of, to be honest. And I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to go to bed. We're not doing the second mission. The only annoying part to me was when he tried to explain to us that we were playing Sea of Thieves. I'm like, I I know what the game entails. Yeah, y'all are just being assholes. Because you choose to do this, but there was that. Um, Apex, as usual, because obviously. Wait, you played Apex? That's all I do. <laughs> I get home from no, work I and I play Apex. That's I, pretty much I'm, all I do I'm in this shocked. world. I'm shocked. Annapol. You should be. Um, you should be offended as well. Um, always. <laughs> by you. Go on. Do we want to bring up Little Jesus again? No, we should never bring that up again. <laughs> Y'all didn't. Did you guys see last episode? Anyone who wants to know not, what that means? Oh, yeah, not that part. Listen to the intro of the last episode for anyone who doesn't get that reference. Yeah, little Jesus. On we'll never want to hear Chris say that name ever again. Oh boy. Um. But yeah, Apex, Pokemon Unite. Um. I'm still raging at that game because I feel like kids shouldn't be allowed to play the ranked section, and I'm getting pissed about it. Kids but, shouldn't like, be allowed to play Pokemon. 
They shouldn't be allowed to play ranked, man. <laughs> they're they ruining are. games, man. Doing stuff. Listen, we, I was playing with these guys the other night, and we literally had a Bulbasaur on our team just go walk the whole entire way, not attack anybody, and just mm-hmm. go to the other team's spawn and just be there. He didn't yeah. help at all. He and stayed like, a Bulbasaur like the whole game, and yeah. that's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So it's rage-inducing, and little Timmy needs to get off his stomach and go eat his fucking Totino's pizza roll and not play the fucking game. So just wait. So when they can play it on their phones, it's going to be even better, dude. Wait. Oh, dude. That's cross-play, too, and it's forced cross-play, right? It's not like something you could turn off. Yeah. Love it. Um, But yeah, that's about all I've played this week. I just hopped into Ghost of Tsushima for like 10 minutes before we started recording. Um, God, I love that game. And I'm very happy as well to be back into it. Um, yeah, I'm playing it on Japanese now instead mm-hmm. of the English. So I'll report back in probably next episode when I finished it. Yeah. When you have fluent Japanese learn, that's when you report yeah. back. Hell yeah. I, I will do that. I'm looking forward to the all Japanese episode of Save Before Quitting. So. Nani. All right. <laughs> so next. <laughs> Fuck off. <clears throat> Next up is the section of pretty much news stuff that people want us to talk about in our Discord. If you haven't yet, join our Discord. You can go to the link in our bio on any of our social media, hit that join thing, and then you're a part of it. You can be a nerdy gamer, people. So, yeah. Um, people. You can be a nerdy gamer, people. Yeah. People. Yes. Cool. Um, all righty. So let me pull this up real quick on this side of the screen, or probably my phone is a better option. Yeah, it definitely is, because I just completely covered y'all's faces for the video version. That'll be great to edit out. Good job. You don't need to see our faces. It's fine. Yeah, we're good. Wait, have, yeah. did we do a formal introduction? Like, as what Haptic Intel is? I, think, I thought that was the intro. Or did we not? I think we talked about the... Um... Did I make a fucky-wucky? I'm half of a Haptic Intel. Have to intel people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, first section of the news: interviewings have to intel. Here we are. I made Yay. a fucking lucky. I I didn't look at my notes and I went out of order. Um. So. All right. <laughs> here we are. Welcome to the show, guys. Where where structure is not existent. Um. So yeah, have to intel. Give us some backstory on what made you guys start this channel. What made you want to become a video game news slash entertainment channel in general and how you've evolved over the years after a hiatus into now being a duo give us a the, the rundown yeah loaded question it's, you want me well, to take it well i mean we can go back and forth i guess um yeah it's been a long and lonesome road I'm going to start singing Tenacious D. Um, kidding. Uh, yeah, so it, Brett actually recalls the inception of the channel better than I do. Uh, I don't really remember it, which makes me, I guess, a bad friend and partner. Uh, but, but what he says here to hear first. Uh, was that we, it was around the time The Last of Us came out, and we had a really long car ride. Um, I believe we were going to uh, Miami for like senior week all the way back in high school. Is that when it was? I, I don't recall. I remember it was a long car ride. It was either to Miami yeah. or it was just like you and I going somewhere for like a two hour. It was like a two or three hour car ride. And I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and having a really big discussion about The Last of Us, um, which I guess apparently, according to Brett, birthed this channel. 
uh, again, I don't really remember even that conversation or that game that much, to be honest. Um, and then, yeah, we partnered up with um, somebody who is no longer with us anymore on the podcast. He's still alive, uh, I think. Um, <laughs> I just oh, really, he is. Really he's bad. very much alive. Yeah, he seems alive. Um, and then, yeah, we were with him for a while. Um, we added uh, a fourth who was Steven uh, for a while. Uh, we no longer talked to the original founder of Have to Get Intel who was with us. And then it was a three-man show. And then we went on hiatus for a long time. And then when we came back, you know, more recently, uh, Stephen uh, didn't want to come back with us, but just fine. We're still very good friends with Stephen. Um, and yeah, it's just a two-man show. That's a very junkated kind of version, I guess, of where yeah. we are. But Brett, did I miss anything? Did I add anything? I can just add to it a little bit. So yeah, we, you know, like Josh said, we started off as just two friends talking about video games. Um, and then eventually we met a third friend that really liked video games as well. And we each had a different thing to offer. Uh, we decided to start a YouTube channel. What were we going to call it? Um, the name Haptic Intel kind of originated from, you know, Haptic technology was was up and coming at the time. It was like a big thing you were seeing with VR. And we kind of interpreted, interpreted that as like, you know, um, a feeling of feeling, a feeling of touch. Um, right. and we wanted to, you know, be on that same level with you, with the viewer, like, Hey, you know, we're going to touch, we're going to touch you. We're going to um, touch you. Yes. That our, doesn't our, get you on board. I don't know what's going to get you on board. Right. Exactly. And our logo was a hand like this. So like, I remember was that like one. we were pushing that. And then the Intel part is, you know, we're talking about news. We're going to give you guys news. We were kind of trying to be like a competitor to IGN in a way, which is ridiculous, but, um, daunting. we actually, yeah, daunting. And we had some big scoops actually at the time that we covered before other people. Um, like at the time it was that game, the last guardian, mm -hmm. uh, IGN was like, it's canceled. It's never coming out. It's done. Mm -hmm. And one of the creators of the game, like tweeted, like, that's a lie. It's not true. And we were like the first people to put a video up about it. Um, oh. so yeah, it was like a big scoop for us. We started off by doing reviews. A couple of Josh's earlier reviews might still be on the channel. Uh, a lot of the videos we had with our former partner, we had to take it down. Um, but yeah, so like Josh's review of Wolfenstein, was it you did? Wolfenstein, the new blood or old blood or something. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's kind of how it started. We had a website. We would post our, all of our videos there. And over time, you know, we would evolve and change. We did uh, E3 every year. That was like a big thing for us was making sure we could cover E3. Uh, and then even when we stopped making content for a little bit because of school and work and stuff, that was like a big reason we took hiatuses with school and work. Um, we would still make sure we did E3 every year. Yeah. So that was, that was a big thing for us. Um, but yeah, man, we're, we're just guys that like to talk about video games, like to play video games and uh, hang out and have a good time. So we figured why not do that and, and do it with an audience of people that are interested in the same stuff, you know, kind of like you guys. Hell yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you guys brought this up <laughs> on like, your episode but it's it's very strange how like y'all's history and ours like weirdly lines up to like the mm -hmm. started with three now are two did yeah. this went on break like it, it, it winds up weird but at the same time it's like it's a very cool parallel to see because now we're in this space yeah. where we're like like tag teaming mm -hmm. like the two sides of it. it's like y'all are just you know exactly. the whole the fucking intel like you, you're on the fucking pulse and then we're over here like Hey, we're goofy. Hey, look at that pulse. It's funny. Like, and the, but like we both have our own thing, and it's it's really cool to see. And um, I'm I'm glad that you guys are finding success because like y'all deserve it with the, the amount of fucking work mm -hmm. y'all put into your channel. It's insane. Sure. Um, 
like when you guys came back with the uh, HQ, I was so shocked and like. I know you have like this, you know, not to break the fourth wall a bit, but like this, like, you know, the, it's the HQ we're in and blah, blah, blah. Like, but like what went into like figuring that out and moving into this new like digital space? Like what, obviously we kind of know what caused you guys to move to the digital space because the world exists. Mm-hmm. Um, but like what really gave you guys the idea to make the HQ and like what went into like that work and like figuring this all out? HQ's idea, or moving to, well, to back up, like you said, we did the digital format as a function of that we physically weren't going to be able to be in the same location because of the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And then from that, it was Brett's idea to, like, let's make, like, some kind of virtual set and, like, get green screens and, you know, we're breaking kayfabe right now, but oh well, you know, and get green screens. It's all real. (laughs) And do this thing. Uh, and so he kind of like designed it and made some assets for it. Like I did some composites with like videos and stuff we went back and forth on, added like moving images and stuff in the background. Um, we had this, you know, HBOT idea as like a third, which we haven't utilized that well, but it's hard because the system that we used to do those, create that is down and it has been for a really long time. And there's just nothing that's as good as that. So mm-hmm. we've been Frankensteining together voice lines of like a whole catalog I made at the beginning for like very specific things. And like, um, but I guess with the HQ specifically, we took a lot of inspiration from Dr. Disrespect as well. And we wanted to elevate our kind of production quality. You know, we got better um, webcams and things like that. And it really allows us a lot of freedom as a small channel to do things that look expensive, but are really not. They're just mm-hmm. kind of time consuming. Uh, and I always like to go back to Same the, game. <laughs> yeah, um, the what you see, which is not always perfect. And we may still make a lot of mistakes. And sometimes it's like, well, it is what it is. We have to put it out, you know, um, it's a lot of work. And Brett worked really hard to create a lot of that stuff. And I've worked very hard. So you know, there was even some people that gave us feedback or criticism at the beginning, which we're always a response to, but are like, oh, why don't you do this, 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 and this? And why aren't you doing it this way or this way? Or why can't you do this way? I said, it's like, yeah, dude, like I've thought about all these things, but it's very difficult to actually put into action. So mm-hmm. everybody, we're gonna take, yeah, we're going to take it baby steps at a time and do little by little. And we have added other sets. You know, we can live stream in two from two different locations into one location with HQ with full production quality. We did the fucking Let's Play series live from two different locations. into. So it's like there's a lot of stuff that we have worked very hard on incrementally to get mm-hmm. to that point where we can do it. Um, and, yeah, I just feel like I just got heated for no reason. You did thinking. get really heated. Yeah, there. I was starting to see that. I was like, I don't yeah. really understand it. That's like because you're passionate about what you're doing and it takes a lot of work and people who are just seeing it from the outside like well they should just do this as if you could snap your finger and make it all perfect exactly i think that's why we kind of keep that kayfabe up too josh because it's like it's almost like an in-joke like we obviously we're joking this isn't real we're not really in this location but it kind of excuses any mistakes that we make too because it's Mm -hmm. like tongue-in-cheek you know right so when we're breaking out of our green screen boundary and my arm just gets cut off because it's yeah that's okay you know what i mean that's just creating our own reality yeah yeah i think that's what's like so fun about it too because like y'all are like very tongue-in-cheek and like fun about the videos and like it's just a good time overall and that's the thing like you're not concerned about being ign anymore if that makes sense like back in the day like 
I remember back when you started, like I would watch along very much. So like every yeah. three stream you guys had, I was in the chat, which we appreciate greatly, by the way. I yeah. still do. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll support what I can. This is the thing. And plus, like I was watching E three anyway, so it's like, why would I not want to watch it with my friends? Like I can't mm-hmm. be with you guys because obviously y'all are doing something, but I'm technically with you guys. So it's like, yeah, in turn works the, itself out. That was the whole That's, point. Yeah, yeah, and. It's it's cool to see because like you it you shifted a bit where it's like we want to be this like IGN like we want to give you the news to like we're giving you the news but we're doing it on our own terms and we're loving the way we're doing it and we don't give a fuck what you think about us and that's my favorite thing because another thing that's abysmal slightly is some of the people that are in your comments that are just like the note like the actual the um actually guys mm-hmm. and I always love to see it because like y'all will troll along with them and like. I'll even fucking every once in a while I'll be like, hey, mm-hmm. fuck you to the guy or whatever. But it's just it's this very like we don't care if you like us, but if you do, thank you and stick along. And that I, I yeah. like that attitude and I appreciate that very yeah. much. So we we've uh, kind of intention intentionally intentionally adjusted that way for a while because like initially that was the goal, right? Is like oh we want to like report and do these things which mm-hmm. we enjoyed, but then it got to the point where it's like. And we just can't produce it quick enough where it's even relevant. So, like, why don't we just take new stories that we want to talk about, like things that we actually want to discuss and give our opinions on it? And people are always like, do your research, like, blah, 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 like, it's actually this, or I'm actually, like you said. It's like, no, like, we do our research, like, we have the information, but that we're not presenting you all the facts because that's not what the discussion is about, right? The discussion exactly. is about our opinion on it. And, you know, a lot of times, uh, for me specifically, I'm wrong and I get that and I don't really care. And I say that too, even as I'm saying, it's like, I know this is probably wrong and you disagree, but this is my opinion. And you can either take it or leave it. And if you want to leave it, great. Like, I don't really yeah. care. But if you want to take it, also great. And also understand that you don't have to agree with everything I say to even enjoy our content. Because tell you from knowing Brett too, is he disagrees with a lot of things that I say. Uh, <laughs> a lot. Because... <laughs> I, that's just the way it is and that's fine and we're still best friends and we can still have a conversation about it and understand where each other are coming from which i wish was more so with some of the people that decide to jump on their keyboards and put on their you know their keyboard vests of armor and just become more I, I, think, I think it's important too to do that because yeah. i don't i don't want you to constantly get shit on and i want to but i want to at the same time like pose a different point of view right mm-hmm. so even sometimes when i do agree with josh i will take a different stance just so that we don't seem one-sided in the in the conversation yeah. shoot you know? the devil's right. advocate out there you know yeah i think that honest dynamic is important though because yep. a show can be if it's just two people agreeing with each other the whole time sometimes that can get if there's nothing else to bring into the table and this isn't even talking about our show or your show just generally if there's two people delivering the same information and just agree and there's never any pushback or a difference in opinion that can get kind of boring it's almost like you're just talking at people at that point yeah it's an echo chamber of the same thought right right yeah but um yeah do you have any questions Ant? i don't know if i have any questions i just kind of want to just not what's the word i want to I'm a fan pretty much now. So now when you guys put out anything, I'm like, oh, I got to go watch that. That's when they, when, again, I brought up the PlayStation event was happening. I'm like, I'm definitely going to watch it with them. I'm not going to go to like IGN or GameSpot or Sony or wherever, because I like kind of how I said just now, like the dynamic. I like the conversation. I'm more into the conversation about the news than the headline at this point. And you yeah. guys give 
you give off that dynamic and that's what I'm attracted to when it comes to my media. You know what I mean? So I look forward to anything you guys put out. And I just kind of want to just applaud Haptic Intel, man, because I, I like Chris put you, put you guys on, I put me onto you guys and he said, you got to check them out. You got to check them out. He sent me your YouTube page. And ever since then I was in, I was in. So we appreciate that. We, we really do appreciate that a lot. Thank you. So, thank you guys. It's all love here. We all love each other. Love is love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Such. Um, that being said, we do need to work on a series together. I've been pitching this in a couple episodes to Ant. I don't know if y'all have caught it in any episodes or not. I have, but I, yeah. I have this yeah. idea in my brain space in which we go head to head at games. Us two versus you two. But there needs to be something on the line. So we need to work the on... The keys to HQ, you twisted my arm. Hey. <laughs> okay. okay. But in my head... <laughs> Here's the thing. Brett and I, we, we are as what uh, some people might refer to as marks. Smart marks. We are smart marks um, in the, the wrestling space. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just as a side note, Sam Punk is back. AW confirmed. I, am, I cried. Anyway. Wait, what? Um, CM Punk to AW confirmed. Oh, that's crazy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. I cried as a grown man watching a grown man come out at a wrestling event listen hey man i'm not here to judge you for that you gotta qualify it to me look i'm all wrestling i'm all pokemon i know it all man <laughs> Start with, with that knowledge we gotta get some belts <laughs> on the line and we need to go one-on-one and we need to see who gets those belts and who's the champion of games of the champion gaming of space and we'll, we'll we'll work on this first further in the future. But this is this is the proof of concept that uh we're gonna be the champs. We're gonna hold those belts, and y'all ain't y'all ain't gonna even see the gold. Is he cutting a promo on us right now? I think he literally is. I mean, on his podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is. Wow. wow. Okay. Smell well, what I'm cooking and such. I smell it and such. You can't see the belts. Yeah, I do smell like. Such. I do smell what you're cooking. What's it smell like? A crock of shit. but yeah it's all right look forward to that in the future people who are listening i think that needs to happen whether it be in person at arcades 1v1s Mm. whether that be digitally for like old games ant and i recently just played nba jam against each other whether it be those Mm -hmm. but these belts need to be on the line in a tag team tournament of sorts and we'll get those Mm. physical belts at some point and we'll do that so, all right you're on yeah. all right and i'm gonna I'm cut a pipe bomb promo on you in the next uh, episode of have to cast so be ready you better uh, i'm waiting on it all right uh, all righty um and with that with that shout out your channel because <laughs> we didn't technically do that yet i mean we definitely we did but also we didn't so say where say tell the people where they could find you before we move into the news hmm. okay you can find us on youtube at youtube.com slash haptic intel um we're not on Twitch. We do have a Twitch, but we don't really use it. Um, we're more YouTube guys. Um, so twitch.tv slash have to get tell if you're interested in just following us on there. And then mm-hmm. the most active social media we have is Twitter at haptic Intel. Uh, you can find us on there. Uh, we're always tweeting uh, specifically on our personal accounts that are linked on there. So um, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, definitely follow us on there. Hell yeah. Yep. And go follow them. Go listen to their shit. And if you don't, 
Uh, fuck you. You will anyway. not be disappointed. Yes. Or and, fuck you, as Chris said. Yeah, fuck you. If you don't listen, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Um, so welcome to the news section in which we discuss, which I said previously in the podcast, but forgot to do the, the section in which we interview because um, I'm bad. We go to our Discord and we listen to the people that send us stories and things they want to hear us talk about and discuss. This week on our Discord, there have been some events and leaks and stuff that have happened and some fun stuff as well. Um, starting off with one of them would be, uh, according to Tom Henderson, a well-known Call of Duty and Battlefield leaker, a new Twisted Metal game is now scheduled for 2023. Now, I'm personally excited. We've been hyping up Twisted Metal and saying that we need a new Twisted Metal for oh, wow. like, half, like half a year now. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited to see what this could be. Yeah. It's a beloved PlayStation franchise that kind of got left in the dust, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, personally have no idea what Twisted Metal is, uh, which, you know, I know. You can You've never played any? Nope. I've never played any of them. But what I do know is that David Jaffe is the original creator of Twisted Metal, and he tweeted out uh, last week, maybe two, I, I think last week, um, that he would be very upset if PlayStation didn't talk to him about it since he created it. And right. I, doubt they probably have which i don't think playstation has any kind of uh uh obligation to i think he's more so just saying he would have felt it would have been good or nice yeah. for him if they reached out since he was the original creator but yeah, yeah. i agree um yeah. you said you never played twist did you play that uh what was that destruction derby game it wasn't not really, not really destruction derby but um destruction all-stars destruction all-stars yeah it's that but you can't get out of your car and your cars have guns and it's edgy. And yeah, it sounds yeah. Dark. yeah. I've only played, um, uh, what's the sweet tooth. I've only played sweet tooth in, um, PlayStation, uh, PlayStation all-stars, all-stars battle royale. Or, yeah, I thought or you were going to say Pop Pop Rocket League. <laughs> whatever. Oh no. I also have his car in Rocket League. Yes, but no. Yeah. But yeah, that's very exciting. Um, I, I'm tempted to see if we can get our hands on an original copy of Twisted Metal and see if we can get your get your mm. reactions of that because it's it was a very fun game back like when we were kids and shit and it was definitely not a game that kids should be playing. Oh. It was very violent, mm-hmm. but it was. I played it. <laughs> yeah, I played the hell out of that, and I, I used to love that. The best one was always the uh, little motorcycle guy because your hitbox was tiny as fuck. Mm-hmm. So nobody could hit you. You would just like drive around and be like zip, 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 zip But when they did though, your defense was super low. True. It was surprisingly balanced for like an old ass game. But um yeah. And it was multiplayer? Yeah. Yeah. Two player. I think it was two player. I don't know if there's more than that. Because there was a PS2 one, right? Or no? Uh there was a PS3 one too. Yeah, Twisted Metal oh, Black. Yeah. Was that PS3? I think that was PS2. That was PS2. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The one that was on PS3 was um it was like hyped up and I think they announced that it was going to be released on Valentine's Day or something. And that was like the big thing about it. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I don't remember it doing too well though, the PS3 mm-hmm. one. Well, Hence why they haven't made another. Yeah. That's probably right. why they also had uh what's his name in PlayStation All Stars as well, most likely. But yeah, here we are. Um, hopefully coming soon in 2023. Uh, I hope to see more about it. Probably won't see anything till probably next E3 or next Game Awards at least. But it's still cool to see. But, I mean, it'd be dope if it just showed up out of nowhere in the Game Awards. Yeah, but that's still coming up later this year too, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So or even a PlayStation experience if they ever decide to have another one. Yeah. Supposed to be this month. There's there's still rumor in it for this month, yeah. but no, it went from the twelfth to the nineteenth. I don't know when it's gonna come now. Yeah. Well, let's see. Today's the twenty second, and they usually do them on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. have they have this Thursday left to have one in August. Ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Now I'm starting to think it's not happening this month. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. I'd say maybe not next month, but the month after that. Yeah, and we actually so we talked about this on an episode of our podcast that was uh, lost. We talked about this a little before the show started, um, and the one thing that we like kept dwelling on was the fact that Jaffe wasn't even like talked to about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another guy, I think, what's the guy's name? Henderson. Tom Henderson. Yeah. Tom, Tom Henderson. Yeah, Henderson. So he tweeted afterwards and he was like, unfortunately, it looks like this is like a true rumor. Like it is going to happen. Like it sucks for Jaffe. Like this is definitely happening basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it really sucks for him. He's still a big like name in the game industry. He has a podcast where he doesn't, I mean, that's probably why he's not being tapped to like talk about this yeah. project. So yeah. he's, he's been kind of unfortunately like semi canceled in like the gaming sphere. Um, even though, he hasn't done anything wrong like i listened to his show like he's pretty genuine and he's like a super like lefty too like very progressive Mm -hmm. but he challenges people and like is very opinionated and unfortunately that equates to getting shit a lot of times yeah yeah well uh i hope to hear more soon about that um but next in the news there was a event this week for pokemon in which we saw multiple pokemon news for the 25th anniversary for different games or some stuff for go and mm-hmm. what was the one cafe mix yeah yeah I'm the, the name is that what it was i skipped it like because i was like i don't care about this shit okay. they're changing the name oh okay well there's that but the big news is um pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl and arceus are all on time all the rumors of anything getting pushed back untrue untrue apparently so that um we saw more gameplay of all the games they've added a bunch of new stuff to uh shining pearl and diamond that are that, that weren't in the originals at all That's that was right. very cool to see now that it's more like there's more reason to buy it like what are the um the new features because i turned it on late i i was working but i turned it on and they were already at the rcs part so there's the the underground dungeon stuff which i understand has been there before but you can like decorate these like underground bunkers which might affect the pokemon that spawn in these underground areas there's like a battle dojo type of thing where you can mm-hmm. battle other players um and there was you can decorate your pokeballs in it now yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. i feel like i'm missing one other thing brett might know yeah so they basically expanded on a bunch of features that were already in the game so like josh said the underground base function where you could go on and like mine for minerals and stuff mm-hmm. that's all still in the game and then you'd be able to make a secret base um and you and your friends would be able to run around and then go in each other's bases and stuff but now you can actually put statues in the secret bases and depending on what statue you put in there determines the type of pokemon that spawn in this new area um and certain Pokemon are only available in that that's secret cool. area. Yeah, that's, so that's like cool. that's the new thing that they're doing there. And then um, the second thing Josh said was the dojo, which used to be local only. Now mm-hmm. it is uh, online, so that's cool. Yeah. And then there's the Pokeball decoration thing, where you can put little stickers on Pokeballs, and when you throw the Pokemon out, little like like whatever sticker you put on there, like explode like out of Pokeball and shit. Little flourish yeah. comes out of yeah. it. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. They expanded on that. And then the last thing is the uh, Pokemon contests, which 
almost yeah. look more like a Dance Dance Revolution thing now. Where you I was going like, to say that. It looks yeah. bad, man. No yeah, I don't know sense. what the fuck is going on. It looks like the looks like the dancing mini game from the Yakuza series. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Accurate, yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah. Did they introduce that in Diamond and Pearl in the old days for the competition? Because I remember doing it in Ruby and Sapphire a lot. But it was like yeah. we just look cool and like feed it berries and shit. It was like a fashion contest before yeah. it, and then it turned into like a move thing i yeah. guess i don't know that's that's weird i mean I, I feel like the coolest thing of that all is just the base and being able to like have your friends now and then spawn the pokemon you want which mm. is pretty cool um and obviously online play is a given if they didn't do that i'd be very confused but um yeah, yeah very very cool very very awesome yeah. um will you boys be getting this on release or is this like a eh thing? I, i've i've never played um this gen back in the day or played them so i will be getting i will be getting them at launch i'm excited to play which is why i'm so happy that they're like re-releasing and doing all this stuff with pokemon Mm -hmm. because i really missed the boat on it as a kid so Mm -hmm. i'm getting to experience it now for the first time and i know people shit on like sword and shield but sword was like the first like pokemon game that i like full like actual big boy pokemon game that i fully Mm -hmm. played and beat and i i loved it Um, and pokemon let's go Eevee, I played and beat and loved it. And I know it's a very simplified version of like the original, but I loved it. So I'm super excited for it. I'm nice. I'm feeling the same. Like I didn't play Diamond or Pearl. I stopped at Gold and Silver. So that was the second generation. And with these being like you said, re-release, it gives me more reason to kind of jump back in. I'm definitely getting Arceus on mm-hmm. the first day. Mm-hmm. That looks like right up my alley. It looks like some zelda ass pokemon game and i'm like yep i'm all 100 in let's yeah, do it for sure and it looks wild and so i'm not sure i'm gonna get diamond and pearl first day but i'm definitely interested because mm-hmm. i haven't played a traditional pokemon game since gold and silver so mm-hmm. i mean it looks good so yeah but my relationship with diamond and pearl is interesting because i started playing pokemon with gen one um, but i was so young that i probably didn't even know how to read really right so i was just playing the games and like enjoying it then gen 2 i like actually knew what i was doing but still really young gen 3 was the one where like i played the shit out of it and i like beat Mm -hmm. the whole game right Mm -hmm. so gen 4 i was at the proper age where i was there speculating before the game was even out and like watching leaks come in of the starters and shit right Mm -hmm. so at the time it was me and my friend Alvaro, my, my childhood friend Alvaro. We were speculating on what the name of all the starters would be because they would release like a silhouette and they wouldn't actually show you what they looked like. So they did um, Piplup, the penguin Pokemon, mm-hmm. and his Japanese name was Pochama. So for years, I still called him Pochama because I was like a part of that whole initial speculation. Right. Uh, so I just have like a weird connection with Gen 4. And also it has like a ridiculous amount of legendaries in it and yeah. cut content that i was using action replay and shit to access so yeah. oh, those were the days doing that hell yeah <laughs> so yeah i'm excited i'm probably gonna get a day one as well all right do you guys have a preference of which one you get like which legendary version you like better yes which one are you going for Brilliant. i i think diamond, diamond is the one I'm you. Get, yeah all right all right i was thinking more pearl i like i like the design of pearl better I like the like the Godzilla esque nature of it. Palkia. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know names. <laughs> I'm bad at the names yeah. of the legendaries, but I think he looks cool. 
Either way, both are awesome. I'll probably also get day one, and then I'll um, bully Ant into getting it day one, and we'll see what happens. Ant has to get the opposite one. So that yeah, about to say, whatever you get, I'm gonna. If you're getting pearl, I guess I'm getting diamond. Hell yeah! Yeah, there it is. We're gonna break out the link cables on the podcast. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um. So then the biggest news, obviously, Arceus or Arceus as they're calling it now, which... Yeah, that's bullshit, by the way. His name was fucking Arceus. It was Arceus in the anime. It was Arceus, like, everywhere that you And we used to correct people. We used to be like, Arceus, what the hell are you saying? But now they're right? No. (laughs) They're rewriting history. Yeah. Some Berenstein Bears bullshit. Um, But yeah, man, this trailer was very, very awesome. We got to see some cool regional variants for this area. Um, some stuff that it's kind of weird to me in a sense because it's like technically this is kind of a prequel if you think about it to like the Pokemon world and all of these Pokemon that are variants to this area don't exist in actual Pokemon, which is weird. But whatever. It went extinct, dude. Duh. Duh. Sure. Um, but yeah, we get some ways to get around the map with one of the flying Pokemon. I don't know what his name is because he was in a generation I didn't play. The uh, hang glider guy. Braviary. Yeah, that is he any different from the regular version, or is it just him? he's psychic type now? Okay, and then we get the fish to swim, and the darkest Pokedex entry ever of he only turns into this form when uh all of his brethren die when trying to go upstream. Don't you do that? No, <laughs> everyday stuff right there. Sure, uh, and then the Stantler right is what it was, and it's a yeah. variant of him. And you get to like ride around like a horse on him, which is really cool. And then there was a couple other variants they showed with like Growlithe. Growlithe, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. Arcanine's going to look tight. Right. What's he going to look? He's going to look like Shaggy Rogers, dude. I think he's going to look like a traditional, like Chinese uh, dragon esque dog, if that makes any sense. Mm. Yeah. Cause this is what period is this based in? Like, is it Edo? I've been hearing people say. Yeah. I don't it's know. The Edo. It's the Edo era. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the Edo era and like, I could see that. That'd be pretty cool. I'm I'm curious to see if it's just these guys or how many variants they do in general. Well, because... interesting to note, every one of them so far that they've shown off has been one that you can use to like move. Like the flying one you mentioned is the hang glider one. The yeah. fish is the one that you ride on the back of, you know. The Growlithe is the only one that they've shown, to mm-hmm. my knowledge, uh, that you don't necessarily like use as a key item. Mm-hmm. True. Right. I'm curious if you could maybe even switch out them and be like, Growlithe is your riding Pokemon now, because, I mean, once you evolve into an Arcanine, it's just a big dog, pretty much, that you could ride yeah. on his back. But, I mean, that looks cool. Um, yeah, I- I'm I'm digging it. It's definitely a day one purchase. Yeah, um, that's without a doubt. It's like I, boss I, battles in it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to sink a lot of time into that. You can get hurt by the Pokemon. Pokemon. (laughs) That was craziness. I was like, oh, I'm definitely getting this. Yes. Get my ass kicked. Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go fight Gardevoir and then have her kick my ass. You know? Oh, well, I know you have ulterior motives there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grab me. Be able to throw punches. Just punching Pokemon in the face. (laughs) (laughs) That is interesting. Why aren't you able to attack the Pokemon back? Is that like an animal abuse thing, you think? Yes. I'm sure they don't want that kind of problem at Nintendo. You just yeah. video Listen, footage of you man. punching. I should be able to backhand the Pokemon face. away, man. Cheetah's like, already unhappy with Pokemon because you're having them fight each other, right? So True. True, true. <clears throat> All right. Well, it looks like a great time. Um, the, mm-hmm. whole, the whole event was very well put together and very short and sweet. 
Um, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Do you think if you would have beat up enough Pokemon, like, like throw punches at enough Pokemon that you would evolve? <laughs> That's why they don't want you to fight Pokemon. <laughs> They're holding us back. Yeah, you know? man. You just grow two more arms. You, you become a Machamp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how Machamp was actually. This is the origin story of Machamp. You play as. He was just a guy named Mark, and he went. And <laughs> Mark Champ. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Mark Champ. Oh man. Well, that is that is a thing that is happening. Moving forward from there, we got some meme stories from the via uh, Discord. About a good old game that the haptic guys love entirely with their whole hearts of Fortnite. Um, <laughs> That's a false statement. That's an inaccurate statement right there. That's fake yeah. news. That is fake news. Um, but with Fortnite, you have to at least give the respect where respect is due for getting characters like Rick and now Morty in a mech suit yep. as main characters in their game. Wait, I have to give them credit for stealing money from little kids? Yes. <laughs> okay. To be fair, I, in turn, they're stealing money from their parents, so technically Fortnite is innocent, legally. They're the Robin Hoods. Yes. Yeah. Except for the Robin Hoods money. of gaming is Fortnite. It's epic. Yeah. <laughs> I will at least give Fortnite credit that they are super consistent with updating stuff. They're constantly adding new things, and like they're doing unique stuff within the game that a bunch of people are copying now. And they were mm-hmm. like the first that kind of did it in the space. So oh, hold on. What? I already know what you're about to say, Brett. <laughs> now Fortnite is copying other games. They're stealing the idea for Among Us. Yep. I don't know if you saw that. Impossible. Oh, that that I know. Yeah. yeah. But I meant like the, the events, the concerts, like the reveal yeah, stuff in the game is really cool and unique. Um, and I don't know. So I give them credit for, for yeah. that. Although I, I'm apprehensive to say anything positive about Mr. Tim Sweeney. Uh, but besides that, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like Fortnite it's it's a double edged sword. So like one of those things where like you you respect them, but then you're also like you're doing some shady shit mm-hmm. at the same time. And I don't yeah, like know if I'm... equating your battle with Apple to civil rights movement, right? That yeah, yeah, that's a little much. Yeah, it, it got to a point where it's like okay, guys, but um, I I like to see what they're doing. It's very interesting as well because like they've also adopted the pinging system and they took that from Apex, which is interesting to me. Mm. And then so did Call of Duty; they took that as well. Um, it, it's weird because at first everyone was stealing stuff from Fortnite. It seemed kind of like with mm. the battle royale favoritism. Like I mean, to be fair, the battle royale game mode I'm not gonna say is a thing you could steal from because a lot of people thought that they stole that from H1Z1 and shit, and then and, PUBG. Um, yeah, right. But, like, when it comes to, like, simple stuff like map updates and, like, live updates on the map, like, I feel like Apex should be doing this by now, and they're not. And there's got to be a reason they're not. They do it every single time with cinematics, which is kind of confusing to me. Like, they definitely have the processing power to be able to do a live map change. Fortnite can do it. They can literally have J.J. fucking Abrams show up on a Millennium Falcon with Jeff Keighley to show the trailer of the last Star Wars movie. Yeah, You're telling me that fucking Apex or Warzone can't do that shit? They have to cut to a fucking cinematic? Apex is so, as we have seen, slow to implement large changes in their game. They do it super incrementally and like piecemeal and almost to their own detriment. But I feel like there's been so many issues with that game. I'd rather them not do it because I'm afraid they would really break something bigger. 
like they I mean, have in the past. They, they've done that multiple times. I was about to ask, is that necessarily a bad thing for them? No, it's just one of those things where I'd like to see more, if that makes right. sense. Like, I'm, I don't want to sound greedy because it's like they're already giving us a lot of content. But it's like it, it reminds me of like how Overwatch would used to do the the hero animations mm-hmm. and like the actual like really well put together Pixar type shorts of like the characters, which they don't do anymore. Pretty much. Because do they the do Overwatch dead. anymore? When hell's Overwatch 2? You're right. Okay. That they had this yeah. thing for. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. Ant. Where the hell is it? To be fair, they came back with they they did a new event for Overwatch two, and then all the shit happened. Yeah. So like, it makes yeah. sense where it's gone now. It's like, yeah, obviously we're not going to be fucking well, put this game out anytime. Jeff Jeff left, and then I think Brett mentioned that they something else happened where they like talked about delaying it internally or something. Mm. Yeah, I read that it was actually going to be possibly pushed back to 23, 2023, which right. is fucking crazy. Yeah, because when did that initial trailer come out? Was it the year before? Six, six years ago, I think. <laughs> what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I want to play that when it comes out now. Because, like, I feel like Overwatch in and of itself is becoming tired. Like, I, I probably, like, two, three months ago, I got back into it for a little bit. And it just didn't feel the same. Like, playing with friends is definitely, like, a fun time. But, like, just getting in there and playing and, like, doing the events. It's the same events every year mm-hmm. now because they're just reusing the shit from previous years. There's no special like game modes anymore. It's the same ones that we've already played the first year it came out, like back when we used to play. Like it, it it's tired and it's old and it needs to be uh, yeah. taken out behind the shed. I I think I, since I, they got here, so many more people, so many more games have come into that that lane that yeah. Overwatch seems old by comparison. They would have yeah, to come back with so their, much shit. I think they might have missed their window on it um because they're not changing too much with the second game right it's almost like which we've talked about in the past seems like a dlc or like update and i know they're adding pve and some building out some other stuff there but it's like they might have missed their sweet spot and then you throw everything on top of that's going on with activision blizzard and they're in a a very bad spot that maybe you just go away for much longer and like figure something else out i don't know i feel like they'd have been if overwatch 2 would have came out last holiday season i think they'd have been good they'd have got right in there before these other games came out plus obviously before the activision thing happened like mm-hmm. that would have been a great time for them to drop and i mean look at look at game releases that are coming up like halo infinite we're now finding out that certain features aren't coming at launch right um, which it's a shame right it sucks but with overwatch if they were like listen the multiplayer is pretty much just a 2.5 you know, or 1.5 even of Overwatch One. We're going to release the multiplayer first, and then the PVE stuff that is making this game get delayed. We're going to release that later. I would have been happy with that. Yeah, uh, in Overwatch's case, right? Yeah, sure. So, but like, uh, it, it's dead. But yeah. Rick and Morty are alive and well in Fortnite. Hey, and I want to give credit to Apex because you mentioned the Pixar shorts that they would do for Overwatch. Um, Apex. I don't know if you caught this, Christian. I know you're a big animator, animation fan. They had uh, the guy who did, if you remember, Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Blue Zima, one of the most popular shorts on there, really striking animation style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the same guy that did that do uh, Sears video. That was him, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, man. So they kind of spent some cash on that. Oh, I would fuck assume, yeah. you know? I thought it looked similar, but I didn't put two and two together. But hell yeah, man. That's fucking dope. Yeah, so at least they're trying with that. 
go see that because that's a fucking good time, man. Oh, yeah. This is great. I think I've watched that. I watched the first season so many times before the second one came out. Then the second one came out. I felt like I just watched it maybe once. And I feel like the first season still stuck with me more than the second season. Yeah. I can agree with that. And there was more too, right? In the first season? Yeah. yeah. Second season was super short. It was really short. But moving on. Next um, in the news. This is from... the, the other guy from Fortnite that's coming. Oh yeah, Will Smith's also Will coming Smith to is coming to Fortnite. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, wow. from Bad Boys like One specifically. Yeah. Oh. Why? Why? I don't because. know because it's Fortnite. <laughs> why that one specifically? Why not Hancock? Like, why not? Dude, I was saying fucking <laughs> Men in Black. Literally, yeah, it's just a guy in, in a suit. Isn't the theme of Fortnite right now like alien aliens? Yes, why aliens. Would it be Men in Black. They missed that completely. Mm. But um, speaking of Will Smith. Side note, because this is the Tangent Podcast. Last night, I was out to dinner with my brother and grandfather, and Ryan gets a notification on his phone from Spotify that Will Smith is coming to Philly to perform live in concert. Wow, that's pretty big. Yes. And here's the thing. I said I would want good seats for that, because like I'm not fucking nosebleeding that. So we look up seats. They're like 200 bucks for like the front area right and i'm like yeah fuck that but then ryan sells me on it <laughs> he's like whenever i'm getting jiggy with it right in front of you he, yeah, straight right. up he was like when are you ever going to see will smith in concert again because he had a brief stint when he did music back in the day before he took on acting then after that didn't do music for a while now he's back and not only is he back he's in philly hometown hometown mm-hmm. concert so that's a thing and i might be going to it and I, I think Ant might be too, but I don't know. I'm Will Smith's my guy, man. I, I yeah, dude. I'm very, very. I'm, I'm on, I'm on top of this. I kind of, I kind of want to go to this. Yeah, he should just be up there in his men in black suit the entire show, dude. There's got to <laughs> be neuralize the show after everybody after it's over. <laughs> I would love that, but yeah, that's a thing that's maybe happening, and we might discuss at some point. <laughs> but, that's awesome. Dude, very cool. Field trip. <laughs> NGP field trip. Let's go see right. Will Smith together, everybody. <laughs> That's really something. That'd be something that Ant could talk about in his other podcast too, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I should have brought that up when you recorded. Slacking. I know. You guys got an email, right? That we could submit questions to. Yes. All right. Cool. I'll submit Little Jesus next time. Don't um, do that, please. <laughs> oh, no. Moving forward. Oh no! Um, right. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, Jeff Keeley, our love. We love this man. He's a gem. <laughs> Um, he tweeted out in five days, which is when was this a while ago? Fuck, it's coming Wednesday. Wednesday. So yeah. if you're yeah. listening to this on Thursday and you're an audio amigo, hey, you missed it. If you're listening on Friday, you also missed it. Get wrecked. Um, there is a stream of Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time where they're showing the reboot of the Saints Row series. Yep, yeah. it's part of the um the pre Gamescom thing, right? Mm-hmm. I believe yep. so, yes. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very excited for this. I'm not sure. Is it all of Saints Row? Has anything else been leaked about this? Or is it just Saints Row as a blanket statement? Yeah, a little bit kind of is, that, oh, there's rumors. There's a couple of rumors and there's a little bit of leaks. So what I'm understanding is based on the graphics alone that they've released, mm-hmm. it looks like a Saints Row 1 and 2 kind of thing because it's more of like that gangster rip-off GTA style that they used mm-hmm. to have. Yeah. 
not the crazy you're the president of the United States yeah. superpowers thing. That, right? that was my favorite. Number three, right? That was, three is my favorite. That's so. my favorite one with the bat, dude. I'm with you. I'm with you. Nice. So I'm understanding that it's more like two and one, uh, but okay. then I've read that it's a reboot of like two and three specifically. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Uh, so. I mean, I don't know. I'm down for it. Those games. I feel like they were like the fun version of GTA, if that makes sense. Like, because it didn't yeah. take itself too seriously. Yeah, because like GTA was just like this is a like a hard story. Like you know, like this is an actual real story that's very much about like the gang warfare, blah blah blah, or whatever the hell it's about. And then Saints Row was just like, yeah, we're goofy. We have a dildo bat, and then like we're having a good time and shit. Like, but I liked that one more, kinda. And I hate to say it, but like I put way more hours into Saints Row the Third than I did of like san andreas or anything like that well yeah think about it like when did you have the most fun playing a grand theft auto game when you put the cheat codes on and start flying yeah, around with the jet pack, exactly right yeah. like, that's what their exactly. philosophy is with that series although to be fair and this is gonna be a very deep cut if you remember it in san andreas in the one police station if you went down to the showers and got past the police there was a dildo bat inside of the showers yep. he's right down there. wait what yeah oh see christian let me educate you my friend the elder whatever the los santos whatever police department is yeah, in there, yeah. if you go into the main building and you can get past the cops to go all the way downstairs in the back there's showers all the way downstairs in the back and in the very last shower stall in the back there's a dildo bat that you can grab and wield that's correct so they did it before the third oh yeah, it's it's yeah i it not the same. doesn't it's not the same doesn't it yeah, it's your not the same I'm at just all telling you. yeah just oh, telling okay. you. it's just a melee item dildo versus an yeah. actual baseball bat that is a giant schlong so. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Just a little fun fact for you there. Apparently, you were able to do that in Cyberpunk too. If you played the rich um, storyline. game you're talking about. Yeah. It's this like indie game that did terribly. Um, but like, if you played the rich storyline after like a sex scene that you have, you spawn with a like a dildo bat that's like this big. And it's just there in your hand. And that's one of your weapons after you perform this sex scene. <laughs> And you That's just awesome. have it, but it's a bad. It's not. It's not awesome. It's bad because it's a bad game. But yeah. Um. Other than that, that's about all we had in the news section. And for yeah, I think that's, it wasn't a whole lot since our last recording. True. Mm-hmm. Um. There was that Call of Duty that was shown off. Um. I don't know mm, if anyone yes. vanguards. Yeah. It. It's Looks a lot like of Call the of same Duty. shit. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm Going tired. Back to World War Two, which they haven't done before. Yeah. Right. right, right. <laughs> See, that's what a groundbreaking a, thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused why they keep going back to that. Like, I understand that it's good. Like, you know, like the World War II era is a good era to be in and like play as, but like. For war, especially. Yeah. Yeah. But like, why are we not going towards futuristic shit? Like, they I'm, did that too. They can't. Here's the, the thing. thing. I liked that. I would rather them go back there than go back to World War II. Go back they to can't. World they can't win though because you're either way you know people complain like us which i agree that like we've been in world war ii man come on but then there's people that are like the futuristic stuff is stupid we want boots on the ground like in like and it's like if you remember that whole thing with them in like uh battlefield the one year and then like got dunked on or whatever but here's the thing there's besides the fact that we don't need another call of duty game and i would love for them to go away for like a decade there's like some interesting stuff around this game first of all treyarch is doing the co-op mode the zombies mode right mm-hmm. in tandem with them so sledgehammer isn't developing it developing it themselves sledgehammer yeah. was supposed to have last year's release and they didn't 
And apparently this game went through a lot of like not good stuff behind the scenes and was like in a really bad spot. And they did a whole round of hiring and like shifting people within internal studios to put them on this to finish it. So I'm sure it'll be fine and it'll sell really well, but I'm going to be interested to see like what comes out about it after the game comes out and maybe some of these contracts and things like that, because it sounds like to me for the first time in their history, Activision had a hard time meeting a deadline with this, which for the last, what, 10 years, 11 years, 12 years, however long it's been, there's been a Call of Duty game every year. Mm -hmm. Well, the one thing I'm excited for, and you mentioned it right there, is that Treyarch is doing the zombies, which we all know they do the best zombies mode uh, in Mm -hmm. Call of Duty. And we're going back to World War II, which is where it all started for zombies. Mm -hmm. Um, So if they do, you know, something there, I think that's really cool. I'm a huge fan of Call of Duty zombies. So, like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that what this game really needs is it needs to find, like, not a subgenre, but it needs to find its thing. Because look at a game like Call of Duty World War II. I don't know if you guys played that. But briefly, to me, I didn't finish it. So I, I probably played as much as you guys. But to me, what I got out of it was, it was a World War II game, but it also was like more about the horrors of war. And specifically, the zombies mode felt like I was playing a horror game, not so much just a co-op zombie shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like if this game kind of did something like that, where it found its little niche, uh, and it wasn't just a typical typical World War II shooter like Call of Duty World at War, um, you know, and all of the Call of Duties that came out before Modern Warfare, right. yeah. uh, I think it could be cool and successful but i doubt that's going to happen and it's just going to be your typical world war ii shooter yeah there is a campaign at least though which i mean i always play the ca- that campaign so that's cool what but like what else tell there what else am i gonna see there <laughs> yeah. um yeah i don't know man it's they really the thing is what they really should do if they were smart is they would have their multiplayer right and they would just keep updating Warzone and doing that stuff, and like that's their bread and butter. But if they really wanted to get people on expand to a larger audience, is they would lean in, to, like you just said, some of these more obscure war stories that they could tell of like the horrors of war, of telling alternate timelines where I don't know, like China starts World War Three, or like do some of these other super interesting stuff. I would stuff. really love an alternate timeline Call of Duty. I think that'd be a nice, nice road for them to go down. If yeah. you remember, Modern Warfare 2 did this, yeah. right? But I fear now they'll never do it again because A, it's not popular. B, they are, not to get like political, but like they have a lot of Chinese like ties and like these other like not so great governments funding them with stuff. And also, I just think that they probably would rather not rock the boat and keep making millions of dollars like they're going to anyway yeah. because why it fix it? Why change it if it's not broken? And they right. have this to, isn't... This isn't the first franchise that has had the idea of uh, alternate timelines. Uh, Homefront was literally an alternate timeline war game. Even Battlefield has experimented Mm -hmm. with it with Battlefield 1, right? Mm -hmm. So even those franchises are like, you know, this is a tired thing. Let's do something Mm -hmm. different. But Call of Duty is just like, let's just keep marching on, doing our thing. And yeah, you know? Yeah. I guess, like you said, if it ain't broke, they're going to go make those millions. True. Speaking of it being broke, they did announce that they will be adding an anti-cheat to Warzone for PC. Mm -hmm. Um, If anyone's been following that news, Warzone is pretty much unplayable right now with the amount of hackers that are there. Um, I still think that it's not going to do shit. Like last week when we heard like a rumor that there was going to be an anti-cheat, Ant brought it up. It's like, what are your thoughts? I was like, it's fake. It's not going to happen. Even though they said it's happening. I still feel like it's not going to be good enough to like combat what all of these 
hackers have downloaded on their PCs and have been using because there's so many different hacks that you can buy for cheap and just go in there. And then since it's still a free game, if you get caught, you just make a new email, make a new account. There's yeah. there's no skin off anyone's fucking like feet. Like, you know, you, I don't know if that's a, that's not a metaphor. Back. I don't know where that, skin, skin off, the, off back. the back. I said feet. I don't know why. I was looking down. Mm-hmm. You um, and your I think we know feet why. Over there. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I just don't think it's going to do shit. Like, I think the game has drowned and it's it's dead as of this point. Like, you see the amount of content creators that aren't playing it anymore. Like, mm-hmm. pretty much everyone switched to Apex because they at mm-hmm. least give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And then now with Splitgate coming out, and that being as good as it is, people are going to start playing that, too. There's and then no you got reason. Halo round in the year out. You got Halo, yep. you got the new Battlefield. Like, there's so many better options than going back to Warzone. And mm-hmm. I'd be shocked if that game lasts another two years. They yeah. don't have an excuse to not be the best Battle Royale multiplayer in the business. They have yeah. umpteen studios. If right. they stop being so greedy, and I was like, okay, let's scale this back. Let's have let's stop having all these studios work on different things simultaneously. Let's put it all towards this one really awesome free to play, super like monetized where you can get millions and billions of dollars off of microtransactions and focus on it and make it the best that it can be. Because you're Call of Duty and you're Activision and you have means to, you're just stupid and you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. And I don't think it's really going to be viable for that long because you look at Halo, it's going to be free to play, right? Mm -hmm. You have all these other things that are free to play. You're operating in the same space for a premium price point. You're going to fail. Eventually, you're going to fail. I agree. 100%. Yeah, and I read a rumor that apparently Activision was like, oh, we only let the cheating go on for so long because we were trying to capture all the different types of cheats. That way we could make an anti-cheat that encompassed all of it. Like, bro, this has been going on for far too long for that to be a viable excuse. Come on. At a certain point, you're just further annoying your player base. I mean, you're they all left. Entirely. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, I'm not excited for this new game. I still haven't bought the, the most recent Call of Duty that came out because I refused to buy it. Um, and I don't want to... I, I don't have any reason to. I uninstalled Warzone when I got my PS5. I didn't even to- put it on there. I made sure to uninstall it from my PS4 just out of spite. So... Yeah, Warzone runs terrible on console too. By the way, yeah, it's not. And the new game time. is going to be like 270 gigs on console, which is like what? Dude, the I fuck? saw that. I was like, what the fuck? Well, there goes your entire PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, and it's because of Warzone. I heard. I heard it's because Warzone is you have to download that with the game. Because they have assets from like 18 different games now. Yeah. Well, really, it's like two, but still, you know, <laughs> it's modern like, warfare it's and Cold War, right? Yeah. West Western developers cannot fucking compress their file sizes and it is infuriating <laughs> figure it out dude yeah. you get a japanese game and it's like 18 gigs <laughs> you're like yeah, all right cool better um, go spend 600 dollars on a new internal storage for your ps5 yeah <laughs> um yeah that was the news section thank you for giving your thoughts guys from haptic and now you're going to give your thoughts and personal opinions for the next section in which we ask questions from our viewers in our Ooh. discord um, every week I accidentally hit the at everyone and hit enter and then delete that and do it again and actually ask for questions. And here we go. We have two questions this week, one of which is actually in our discord. The other one I think was meant for our discord, but the person that sent it accidentally sent it in our other discord, I think, because she was inebriated when we were playing Sea of Thieves. 
Discordception. Yeah. So there's that. Um, but from we'll go from when we yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, she was drinking last night. She probably put in the wrong one. It's fine. We'll still answer it. Um, first up, we have Tuscan Sun, which is a loyal listener to the show, Trevor. And his question is, what genre slash theme from movies do you think needs to be explored more in video games? And that hasn't been yet. I know you guys are big movie guys, obviously. Yeah. From one thing, you know, rucking fat and shirts. Yeah. The one thing that comes to mind right away, it's something that has been done, but needs to be done more often. And it's single uh, shot takes where the whole game is shot in one take. Mm-hmm. Um, God of War is the best example of this. The whole game is one take. There's no loading screens. They hide it all. Um, mm-hmm. That's something that, you know, just makes sense for gaming specifically, you know, with movies, it's, it's a lot harder to accomplish that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've saw it, we saw it with the TV show Haunting of Hill House. They did a really great one. There's that famous Jim Carrey show. Um, Christian, you know the name of it. Oh, yeah. I watched the first season. Fuck. Um, I'll come back to it. Yeah. He plays like a Mr. Rogers character and they do this whole scene that's one shot. And the behind the scenes video of it, you see people like grabbing things and moving it when the camera's not there and swapping the scene Mm -hmm. out. So it's so much easier to do that in video games when you can just load shit in and out. Right. So kidding is the show. There you go. Kidding. I like the show. Very, yeah. very good. That that is a fantastic question. Is it just movies, or could I use a TV show example? As yeah, well? you can. You can use whatever you want. We are very loose here, so you can okay. choose everything. because so, there's a lot of movies, and I could probably go down a deep rabbit hole with that. But, um, and I will actually. I'm going to give you two now. Sorry. Take the. But first, the, 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 the TV shows. Um, I just finished watching The Leftovers. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. Uh, it was an HBO show where like 2% of the world's population disappears, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and towards the last – or in the last season, towards the very end, they have this whole episode where there's a trope, right? There is a parallel like purgatory-type world, and this character that goes into the world um, is like multiple different people, right? Inhabits like multiple different people. Um it's weird. Uh, multiple, sorry, multiple different people. And how he switches between the different characters is he has to look at his reflection in a mirror or a reflective surface, and he transports to another character in a completely different part of this world. So I was watching this. I was like, this would be such a cool video game concept if you literally every time you looked at a reflection, you became a different character or you transported to a different character, and you had to be intentional with like who you're switching to or what mirror you're looking into to become mm-hmm. a different character because he was his stick was that he was an international assassin assassins having to complete these different things and he was like undercover as like the president of the united states like he had all these different stuff things that he was and every time he wanted to accomplish something he had to look in a reflection and switch to another character and i was like this is such a unique concept That's that really cool. work really well in video games i like it's like a gta 5 type of thing i was about to, i was about to say the yeah. exact same thing i was yeah. like it reminds yeah. me of GTA 5 but a little bit more complex and yeah like, but like there's because there would be like a puzzle solving element to it and it's like well if i look in this type of reflection i become this character but i don't want to do that because i want to accomplish this other thing so i have to go do this thing like i don't know i i thought it was interesting yeah. and then the other the other one i thought of is that i'm really into um giallo movies which are like italian horror movies where there's like a killer right but there's like these tropes where the killer always wears black gloves a black cloak a black hat and like it's always usually focused against like 
a woman and like there's like very specific like markers of like what makes a giallo and i would love to see really strict genre like horror genre things like subgenres explored in video games where it's not just like survival horror it's not just like jump scare mm. city and you explore these very specific subgenres of horror that would work really well in video games but like are not typical horror video games yeah you, know you I mean? only get that right now with like puppet combo the guy who makes those ps1 right. pc games like he's the only guy right now that does stuff like that right so yeah that'd be cool yeah, i yeah. like that me that's too. cool um for me i don't know because like i i'm very simple when it comes to movies like i kind of just like take suggestions and i'll just like watch and then i'm also the simple cuck that'll be like yeah marvel movies and shit like that um you don't have any of those games. I was going to say, like, I want more, but at the same time, we have a lot. It's just that I don't like the ones that we have. Um, in general, I'd like to have a lot more kung fu games, like, of, like, old kung fu movies. Like, mm-hmm. I want, like, a drunken master game, if that makes sense. Like, I just want to do that more. How to get Sifu. Yeah, kind of, but that got yeah. back. I was going to say that game, and then the game that the developers made before that is like that as well. Yeah. But, like, we don't see, like, just, like, straight-up hand-to-hand combat games really that much anymore. Mm-hmm. It's always, like, you have, like, a sword or a gun or, like, a battle axe or a lightsaber. But, like, or it's never dildo. ever, like, like hand- or a dildo bat, yeah. Like, you never see, like, hand-to-hand combat games anymore or, like, something like that. Or, like, I don't, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see more stuff like that because mm-hmm. I love watching kung fu movies and, like, you know, like, the wired trick bullshit that they do where they jump like high as fuck and it's you know not actually a thing that happens and like you can kick someone mid out of the air and they go flying and then mm-hmm. there's some of the hard hits that happen and like with like the stunt doubles that they leave in and you could leave it fully in in the games obviously that'd be pretty cool i'd like to see more kung fu stuff like john wick but kung yeah. fu that's a good one that i think it one. um <clears throat> uh Move. I had to really think about this because I didn't see this question on here until you brought it up just now. So I had to kind of like really think while you guys were talking. But um, same. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of um, what's that Denzel Washington movie, The Equalizer, where he's about to start yeah. when he's about to start, I guess, fighting people. He sets his clock mm-hmm. and has to be beaten. He tries to beat his time. And I would love a game in that style where whenever you enter like a room, you have to find the most optimum way to defeat everybody in the room. And you can, it could be, they can have a campaign, but you could also have like a mode where you're just trying to consistently beat your time. And I, I think like it's like, it's like Hotline Miami a little bit, but yeah, uh, yeah. but better. Like third person action kind of game. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Doing like the Sherlock Holmes thing from like the Robert Downey Jr. one, like clavicle, this, that, yeah. this, that. And then like exactly. he plays it fast as fuck. You can like, maybe you can survey the room before you start fighting. You see all the items that are in it. Like, how can I use everything in this room to beat it in an optimal time? I like that. Nice. I had an idea for another one. All right. It's something that I've actually thought about a lot. I don't know why it didn't come to me right away, but there needs to be more giant monster kaiju games. I was thinking that. Where, where are those games? Now that you bring that up. Because right? I was going to bring up Evangelion, that new movie yeah. that came out. And like, there's no, I don't know any. Of those so there's games. there's one that I know of on PlayStation 4 and it's Japanese only and you play as like a guy and you're trying to like get out of the city with your girlfriend mm-hmm. as the city is like falling apart by like monsters attacking and they actually Dude. did crossovers with different popular franchises like Evangelion 
Godzilla and stuff, and there's like guest monsters and stuff like that. What was that one movie? Cloverfield, right? Yeah. Dude, why don't we have a Cloverfield game? That should be the next in that installment after the one movie on Netflix failed. Yeah. We've talked about this on our podcast because Bad Robot actually has a games division now. Mm-hmm. And we had a whole video speculating on like what the hell would they be making? And we think a Cloverfield game would be perfect. That would fit so perfectly in that world. It would. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that'd be dope. There is, and I'm saying this because I'm a super big RPG fan and like a JRPG fan, but also obviously Western RPG. I think that genre, right, the depth that RPGs can offer is like criminally underutilized in video games. And I know we have so many RPGs, but it's like if you were, if you really had the balls and the guts and the money and the time, you could make a super deep RPG, like thinking of like Eva like or ava if i could be like an ava pilot but it's an rpg and like you like involved in your own story based off of that like mm-hmm. people just i feel like are have not thought out of the box with rpgs and i don't have a good answer for it but like that is a criminally underutilized genre of video games where there is so many of them but mm-hmm. none of them are really as deep as they probably could be it's stagnant they like figured out how to do it and they were like we're just gonna it's keep doing it this way mm-hmm. yeah Stick to the formula, make your money. But um, yeah. yeah, thank you, Tuscan Sun, in the Discord for that. We very much appreciate it. Thank you. If you'd like to submit your questions, do it in our Discord or our email. Um, second question, which is more, more getting to know everybody in the lobby. Um, this comes from XOXO Yuki, which we think it was meant for our chat, but we're going to use it anyway because it's a good question. She says, what video game do you think is the best representation of who you are? Like, if we wanted to know you as who you are, what game would you use to describe yourself, and what character would you say you are most like, or favorite character from that game? So, yeah, that. It's a tough one. I wish you would have told us that beforehand. Yeah, I'm going to give you a second, because mine, I I discussed this with my brother. We went to go get haircuts today, because I've been wearing this hat for three weeks and needed one. Um, Stanley Parable. Are you Stanley or the narrator? I'm Stanley. Okay. Because, like, I I narrate in my head a lot that shit, and I realized it recently a lot. Like, when you work in a job with, like, a cubicle and, like, you know, it's monotonous and you do the same shit in and out in every single week, like, I feel like I'm Neo in the Matrix. It's just that I'm not getting the fucking call in the box, you know? Like, I'm I'm not getting that shit. But, like, I, like, narrate shit in my head, like, oh, yes, he walks into the bathroom and he notices that... The, the big stall is taken, so now he has to awkwardly walk out and not be seen by anybody. Because then it looks weird that he walked in and out for some reason. And I do this a lot. In a perfect world, I would just imagine you saying all that out loud in a bathroom at, a, at your job. <laughs> he pulls out his penis and begins to urinate <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> he scrolls on TikTok for 30 minutes when he should probably end his chair. Someone bangs him like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> But no, like, I, I, like seriously, I feel like I'm Stanley and Stanley Parable, like where I'm not important, but I'm there and then I'm narrating my own life and shit. And it's one of those things where it's like, I know I'm not the main character. I'm definitely an NPC, like free guy, hashtag ad. Mm. But, um, you know, like I, I, I would definitely say Stanley Parable. It's one of those things where you like you fall into monotony over mm. time. And like, I'm definitely in that stage of my life of like where it's like. Nothing really serious is happening yet, but you're in that, you know, that formula and you're just like going through that cycle over and over again. Mm-hmm. And 
personally, I just have, you know, like the whole Randy Orton bullshit with the voices in my head shit going on. So, you know, here we are. But yeah, that's what I would say. Very nice. I'm trying to think. I, th- I think for me, it would be, I don't have a character specifically or a game specifically, but maybe like any kind of JRPG or, or, um, I don't know, like a Zelda, anything that has a million side quests, that's me. Because I have a, I feel like my week is dictated by the laundry list of things I have to do before I can attack the main quest. And that's like yeah. my life in a nutshell. <laughs> that's a good one, actually. Metaphors. Cool. That's what it's right. about. Josh, what do you got? Um... <clears throat> I don't know. I thought of a couple different ones, but I think the one I'm going to settle on just because it's also maybe one of the more recent ones that I identified with, which might surprise you. But uh, Jesse Faden from Control. Um, I know she's a woman, obviously, and I'm not, but still. Um, she is in charge of this huge thing, right? As I have in my life, I've been in charge of a lot of things that I really didn't necessarily want to be in charge of. Mm-hmm. That I kind of fell into and had to like take the reins on that I've learned a lot from that I ultimately didn't want to be doing. And I keep getting distracted by having to like do those things because they're super time consuming. But really at the end of the day, I just want to get out of it and like go do my own thing, which is like the ed, like literally like a very watered down version of the narrative of control and like weird shit happens that I don't want to deal with, but I have to, I'm in charge of people that, this could make me sound so terrible. I'm in charge of people that I don't really care about, but I have to do it because I need somebody to like help them with things. And like, I keep getting distracted by all of these things that I really don't want to do. And I just want to leave the building. <laughs> nice. Your answer now. No, that's very good. <laughs> it didn't sound bad by the way, as well. I, I, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 I mean, if they're listening, they're going to be like, what the fuck? But at the same time, <laughs> like, yeah, you're just spitting facts right now. Yeah. What game do you think resonates like who you are as a person? Like if you could pick one game, that was part of the question, right? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I don't think that game really resonates. I think Jesse, I think a game maybe more so would be like another control or remedy game, like Alan Wake, right? Like uh, an artist who is also stuck in this place where he doesn't want to be. And he just wants to go do his own thing, but he keeps just getting distracted by shit that he doesn't want to deal with. And people are really abysmal and full of darkness and you hate them and you like just don't care and really want to move away and continue with uh, creating your own art. But you can't because life. Yeah. Life be life in. Yeah. For me, so, I think, you know, everyone grounds. No. Everybody likes to think that they're the the Peter Parker, right? Like at first you're like, oh, I'm the Peter Parker. I'm the I'm the Spider-Man of this of this world. But I think the one that it's funny because Josh said a bunch of remedy games, and I think mine is uh, Quantum Break. Uh, the main character uh, he has a, a bunch of friends, specifically the one guy he's like working out of college, and he does something great. He basically discovers time travel. Um, and I feel like that's me. I just have a bunch of friends, and I'm waiting for them to do like great things so I can experience it with them. And they're going to give me superpowers with their great things. <laughs> that's kind of, you know, that's kind of what came to yeah. me first. Um, I like and then that. In terms of like what game, you know, I would say is me. Like if you play this game, it's the quintessential Brett Roberts game. Um, I say it all the time. It's my favorite game, uh, Shadows of the Damned. And it's my favorite game because it is the quintessential Brett Roberts game. 
Um, it, I felt like it was made for me. It's a perfect blend of horror and comedy and dick jokes. And uh, it's just me, man. So if you haven't played it, uh, Suda 51 EA, uh, Grasshopper Manufacturer, it is uh, Shadows of the Damned. So. I've been wanting to play that game. I remember you told like me about it in college. And I was like, yeah. what is this? And I watched like two videos <laughs> and I was like, this is dope. Yeah, it's so. not the best game, but it's my favorite game. Uh, it's very much inspired by Resident Evil 4, which is another reason why it's a quintessential Brett Roberts game. Um, and it's got like Evil Dead references and, like I said, dick jokes and poop jokes and fart jokes. So the gun you use is literally called Johnson, which is a dick joke. And then <laughs> he upgrades to the boner and then he upgrades to the big boner. So, um, nice. yeah, that's me. Hell yeah. Not the big boner, the game. I am uh, big hey, take the credit <laughs> i mean if i have one right now that'd be kind of weird but yeah not on this show but <laughs> uh yes well what better way to end the say before quitting show than on a boner joke honestly it's the only right. way to end it only um way. as always you can reach haptic intel on their youtube channel forward slash haptic intel right you guys you got yep. that hell yeah mm-hmm. and then you can also find them on twitter and all their other contacts on Twitter. I think it's at Aptic Intel for you, the main channel, and then at Brett Rob, and then at Josh Toll, or is it different? At Josh HPTC. Josh HPTC. You'll see it on the screen if you're a video person. If you're not, you'll see it in the description. Read some shit. And as for us, read some shit. Read some shit. I don't do that, but it's fine. Um, As always, you can find us at Say Before Quitting, letter B, number four, Mm -hmm. quitting on twitter instagram tiktok twitch and you can follow us on youtube for the video versions of the podcast and the games the titty um and you can also shoot us an email say before quitting fully spelled out at gmail for your questions to be answered at the end of each of the podcast we'll shout you out um you can also go to our website pick up the merch it's fully spelled out again.com and we'll shout you out on the youtube videos and if you buy it while we're live on twitch it'll show up on the screen like hey you bought something look at that that's kind of neat and uh, yeah, uh, would like to thank you guys for coming on and having us two yes. weeks ago. Thank it was you, a great time. Absolutely. Thank, thank you for having, having us. On. Appreciate you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for coming on our podcast. Yeah, it, it was it was very fun. Sorry for keeping you for a long time. It's almost two hours, but uh, Aunt has some shit to get done at five, mm-hmm. so we got some time to chill. But either way, you can always follow us everywhere you want. I don't know what to do to end this show. Yeah, I'm about to say you're short-circuiting right now. What's that? I am. I'm having a stroke. Boner. Ah, there we go. And before boner you get cats. a boner, you can always say... before. before. There it is. <laughs> before you get a boner. Save before you get a boner, yeah? Save the boner before quitting. All right. Come. All right. (laughs) And everyone could stop recording now.